Welcome everyone to Gabby with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Your internet got out there really quick. That was sounded real weird for Joe and I. How are you, Johnny? Episode 191! 191 episodes. is not real. Everyone knows that. It's a series of tubes. That's what I was like taught. Like at the bank. Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Uh... Pretty good. Can't complain. I am. Uh, I'm officially house hunting, Johnny. I am a house hunter at the moment. Wow. Not a. Do you not wear a like gatherer, camouflage and stuff? Hunter. What? I said you wear camouflage and stuff. We I do. took the same angle. We just different routes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to. Yeah. The hardest part about house hunting is getting the native grasses for the different areas where you're looking and, and affixing them to your outfit so that you blend in. That's important. So the houses don't see you Correct. coming. Yes, absolutely. Um, um, have you slain any houses? Uh, not yet. We did put in an offer on a house today. So that's exciting. Wow. Yeah. How much? <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> when it's accepted because it's probably going to go up. So that's fun. That's good. Yeah. You want it to be more than you originally uh, say so that you know it's good. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm going to try a, a new tactic, though, where I keep offering less each time that I talk to them and see how that works out. That's good. You know, does it come with like uh, a roof and everything? Uh, Not this house. This house is uh, three walls, a basement uh, and a carport. It's important to ask these types of questions because they'll get you on the roof sometimes. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. And and, and I, it's egg on our face because, like, when they ask, like, hey, what are you looking for in a house? We didn't specify a roof. Uh, we specified location and things. And so all we're going to get is three walls, a basement, and a carport. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, speaking of carports, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Uh, speaking of living outside, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Recently housed. Not true. Uh, what I think you got to do, Jimmy, is you find someone who bought just a roof, cohabitate, then you got a little sitcom going, right? Ooh, maybe it's a little a, odd couple, odd couple right. scenario. Maybe it's like a couple gay guys. Maybe it's just one old lady, right? And only those. It can only be those two things, though. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's not worth watching. Otherwise, I'm not going to tune in. Someone else might watch it. It might be like a Big Bang Theory where like other people love it, but I don't get it. Anyway, you didn't love the Big Old Bang Theory. <laughs> the, well, that's no. Different. The Big Old Bang Theory is a different thing, Johnny, and I it's love so much, that. It's so much hornier. Yeah, <laughs> and older. Uh, hi, boys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. <laughs> I like how before the pod, I was like, James, how did the putting the offering go? And he goes, save it for the pod. And then I had to sit here and not pay attention, like not contribute well, to that conversation. Listen, in, in my defense, also, Johnny, it's a weird... Johnny asked me early. Uh, I wasn't ready for it. And here we are. Okay. It's also a weird on mic conversation because the first question was how much money, which is something <laughs> right, I right. didn't think it was something it was, you wanted <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> it was, I'll, talk, how, I'll hey, talk about house hunting. I don't care. I'll say this house the amount of money. It's more than I'm comfortable with. How about that? It's more, it's more money than I've ever contemplated in my entire life. Well, yeah, because you, you can't buy a house for a five spot and a song anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, how much money? I don't know. All of mine. How about that? Does that make? <laughs> does that explain? Yeah, Johnny yeah, couldn't good. fathom something so small. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just true. weird because, like, you said you didn't want to talk about your divorce on the podcast, but you are willing to talk about <laughs> right. this, which is nuts because you guys got divorced and then got a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's well, right. Listen, it's a good investment opportunity, you know. Yeah, right. Our business and if you sense, can't work together sense, on that, yeah. business brain is outweighing the heart right now. The, the show's called Assets to Split. <laughs> how's it going johnny how was your it's weekend? going pretty well well i had a lovely weekend uh i went to uh famed new york restaurant balthazar which is very expensive Ooh. uh it was good but i was shocked when the bill came <laughs> yeah. yeah did it cost um, as much as my house it did it probably cost as much it as your cost, house james it costs so much more than your stupid house <laughs> um, what did you have there that cost so much money? A roof. We got steak fries. We got an onion tart. We got some wine. Uh, that was enough <laughs> to be expensive. So you you had apps and wine, and, and that was enough to hit. And a off. and a steak fries. Oh, uh, okay. It is the wine right. that really does it. The wine is always the the one where you're like, oof, magoof. Yeah. Uh, it was very good, though, and it was nice to go to somewhere that's like a, a famed New York establishment. Probably won't ever go back, but it was uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Check Cross it off the list. We also, went to the, we also went to the Tenement Museum, but that's not food-related, so we can't talk about it. I was going to say, what did you have there? <laughs> uh, we had uh, stale bread and uh, sorrow. <laughs> the Tenement Museum. It's crazy, those tenements. See how bad it's been always? <laughs> Yeah, the Tenement Museum, uh, apparently, if you're from out of town, you go, ugh, look how tiny these apartments are. And if from your New York, you go, this isn't so bad. Yeah. You're like, this is what they were mad at? Yeah. This oh, is fine. Oh, wait, you could wash your clothes in your in your apartment? That's oh, rules. Oh, the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory had a fire. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are babies. <laughs> There's a wind shaft, so I don't get uh, tuberculosis? That's great. That's smart thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Spanish flu? Get rid of it. Oh, man. <laughs> southern s- southern windows? Oh, south-facing windows? This place is a palace. <laughs> Any windows at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that was my only food adventure. I haven't been cooking a ton, but you all, you uh, Joey... Had a, you had a food adventure last Wednesday, I believe. What did I do last Wednesday? My life is... I know what happened you, the you last like, 20 minutes, and that's it. to a faraway beach to... Uh, to partake in a certain deal. Oh, yeah. I went to uh, a Coney Island Cyclones game for a two-for-one hot dog night. Both of you were being uh, children and refused to have fun with your lives. No, Johnny, false. We're, we're, yeah. called, we're called cowards, and they're also all of our fans. <laughs> <laughs> also, it, uh, was yeah, it was a cold. lovely time at the ball game. One, it was cold. It was not cold. It was, it was too not cold. cold. That is, it was below that is 60 degrees. Below 60 degrees, it's not baseball weather. I can't be doing it. Also, I'm... Saving for a house, Johnny. I can't be just out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't take advantage of deals. Yeah, I can't just be frivolously <laughs> saving money on hot dogs. How much do you think a hot dog goes for at a Coney Island Cyclones game? Ten, fifteen dollars. No, guess for real. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I've definitely had them. I would say three fifty. Five dollars. Not okay. bad. I'll take that. Yeah. I just, yeah, especially when it's two for one, then it becomes two fifty. It's just it's funny. Like, do you guys know the drill tweet about uh, spending too much on candles, where he goes food two hundred dollars, 
data $150, rent $800, candles $3,600, utilities $150. Someone who is good at the economy, please help me budget this. My family is dying. (laughs) Replace candles with hot dogs, and that's James' situation. (laughs) It's true. And it's going to be even worse when the weather gets good and I can go to Coney Island games. You you can fry them in the street. Um... That sounds very fun, and I'm excited to do that in the future, Johnny. Just not last well, week when it was it'll cold. It'll never happen again. Oh, are you going to yeah. go tomorrow when time. it's also cold? No, I'm going to try to be healthy this week because uh, I drank a lot and ate terribly last week, and my uh, post herpetic neuralgia from shingles is flaring up because of it. Oh, the post herpetic neuralgia. Now, listen, I know what that is, but Joe clearly doesn't know what that is. Could you explain? That? Are you kidding? I just pronounced it perfectly. That's, That's true, someone who would obviously. Oh, no, yeah. You're, you're a linguist, obviously, but you're, you don't necessarily know what it means. James, you don't know that so I you... also suffer from Hasamanahamaha. <laughs> so when you have shingles, uh, sometimes the lucky rare few. Uh, get it uh, lingering for like six months to a year to their entire life. And that's called post-herpetic neuralgia. And your boy is that lucky. Mm. So, I think post-herpetic uh, uh, killed my dad. <laughs> that's true. I, I think the best part about it is that you're post-herpetic, meaning you don't have herpes anymore. <laughs> yeah, that is. Well, yeah. Uh, shingles is pretty – I mean, the, the medicine you take for shingles is herpes medication. So it's uh, – oh. we're, we're in like Flint, me and uh, the herpes community. <laughs> In like Flint, yeah, yeah, that's an expression, you're, isn't it? In like Flint, in like Flint means your water is fucked. <laughs> What's in like Flint? That's from something, right? I think it's, it's a I think it's, people, I think it's film. people trying to say in like Flint and mispronouncing it, and in like no, 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 Flint no. it's a nineteen, a thing. it's a nineteen sixty-seven film, and it was a fun term. Okay, well, in like Flint is a film directed da, 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 not to be confused with in like Flynn. Uh, which is a slang phrase. <laughs> meaning, meaning, I said the film. Meaning in tights like Errol Flynn as Peter Pan. Right. Yeah. 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 As we all know. Uh, well, anything <laughs> anything happening in your world in the food industry? Um, I haven't cooked anything in a long time. It's been pretty great. I was at a wedding this weekend. That was very fun. Um, was it your wedding? It was not <laughs> my wedding. Uh, Good. That's in two. Because I would have missed that. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um. It was very fun. The food was delicious. There was uh, steak cooked genuinely perfectly, which you don't often see at a wedding, I feel like. Sometimes it's hit or miss. This was perfect across the board. Delicious apps. They had a mac and cheese bar uh, during the cocktail hour. Toppings included bacon, buffalo chicken, onions, all these other things. So I had buffalo chicken mac and cheese. During cocktail hour, it was unbelievable. Do they have mini uh, M&Ms as well, like Oreo crumbles? <laughs> they had Butterfinger. They had yeah. Butterfinger. No, yeah, and no, Heath no bars. Oreos. Um, I also I went to a fry bar on Friday night, which was pretty dope. It was just a place that just serves different types of fries, and you get them in this big Chinese food container, and it was awesome. I had poutine, um, and there was all these different things. It was great. So that was my food adventures. Vladimir Poutine. It's my response to that. <laughs> That's a great response. They are even a perfect response. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No notes. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Joe, you've been a little cooking boy? Um, I did some cooking. Um, I made uh, butter chicken, and I panicked uh, at the climactic moment, which should have been triumphant because I thought – I not thought. I did over-salt it, 
And uh, for a minute, we were going to have salt chicken uh, with like a hint. Still pretty a, good. With like a hint of turmeric. Uh, but then we saved it and uh, wound up being great. I was very happy with it. Nice. Uh, was it country crock or butter? <laughs> Uh, so what I did was I sort of, you know how they'll like put pasta in that cheese and then melt the cheese around it. So that's what I did with the chicken. With was country I sort of crock, you just put, put it, it into, into the, the country <laughs> yeah. That was your Parmesan but then you wheel? Put, you put the top back on and you just shook it, you shake it really hard. <laughs> and, and just a, just a dash of paprika, dash of coriander, dash of, you know, dash of your spices. You, you don't want to overspice it cause you're going to miss the country crock. <laughs> You're going to miss the creaminess. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was good. And then um, now I'm using uh, my fitness pal again to track my calories so I can stop being a fat idiot and uh, miserable. So other than that, we're chilling. That's great. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the Lord of the Rings? Oh. Uh, can we separate those and talk about the Lord first and then the rings later? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so, and glad we, that you, I'm so glad that you guys are here and I can finally share with you. James, you were the people on that plane who was playing Jesus music, right? I Oh, my God. Did we all see that? We all saw that fun God tweet? damn it. At first, I was like, all right, this guy's just an asshole. When then I found out it was like a Jesus song, I was like, no, 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 no. no. I would have freaked out on yeah. that plane, like no, straight I, up. I would have been like the guy in that United flight who got like carried, like beat by the police and carried off. You yes, know? correct. <laughs> if um, you didn't, if you didn't, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you didn't see what happened, there was a man playing guitar on an airplane, playing worship songs, and people on the plane looked varying levels of annoyed with him. And then it blew up on the internet, and here we are in the present. <laughs> and you're listening to this when it's when we've discussed it in the past, so who knows what happened? Uh, I hope he's dead. But it, it, I mean, it, it brings up a lot of like, imp, like obviously any other religion. Oh, it, it, ima- I, a lot of the tweets I saw were like, "Imagine if I was worshiping Allah on that plane, what would have happened?" <laughs> oh, buddy, G- a couple of Jews trying to do the hora, just hitting the hitting the carry on <laughs> boxes. Yeah, I don't think it would have gone well. <laughs> Well, that one's more logistical error because you shouldn't also, be doing the horror. <laughs> also, we can we can just remove religion from this question altogether. If you play the guitar on an airplane, I'm punching yeah, you in right. the fucking throat. Yeah, who gives absolutely. a shit what that's, who you're worshiping? That's grounds for an animal Stop house. Stop being annoying. You're a bad yeah, person. Right. You're a bad person. Religion be damned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. The the point being, James, uh, if if let's say someone had been singing Enya's theme from Lord of the Rings, still get punched. If it's even if it's Enya herself, you're getting punched. Right. If Enya was, remember there was this old Hannibal Burris bit of when Jimmy Carter got on a plane and shook everyone's hand, and yeah. he didn't want to shake Jimmy Carter's hand because it was holding up the flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't care Enya. who it is. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Lord of the Rings. Un, not a very uh, commonly known fact was uh, written originally about Burger King onion rings. Yes, and they're delicious, and I'm the lord of them. Tolkien, t- yeah, Tolkien went to World War One, came home, ordered Burger King, and then was like, "I'm gonna write the best fantasy you motherfuckers have and, ever seen." And so the rings are sort of the fellowship, but then the the ring itself is actually played by the zesty sauce, which is the true coveted masterpiece. Imagine being at that with a, like it's all it's like the men and the elves. And the dwarves, and they're all getting, they're they're all being handed onion rings from Burger They're King, Burger King and then order. You get, and then you get like a gold ring of power. You're like, this is fucking bullshit. This is gar- I bet you that's what made Sauron go nuts. Is that 
there weren't enough onion rings for right. him. And he was like, I'm going to show all of you. Well, because all the other rings you. of all, it being in a moment where I'm like looking at a lot of like wedding bands, I bet he was like, Why is mine plain? You guys got stones and inlaid silver. This is bullshit. I like, I like the idea of the Council of Enron. <laughs> I like the idea a lot of that the Council of en- Elrond took a break and everyone got Burger King orders and they were just handing out. All right, who got the double Whopper? <laughs> did someone. A did, Hobbit got a double Whopper. Wow, okay, but figures. Did someone order a Burger King hot dog? You are out of the fellowship. Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> uh, there's three extra long chickens. Does anyone want one? <laughs> Yes, I want all three. Or, or, yeah, no, and it's like it's like right after they formed the fellowship, and they're like, "Hey, what do you guys want to do?" It's like, "Hey, you guys want to order some pizza?" And one of the people who didn't join the fellowship is like, "I'll do pizza." And they're, like, "Oh, this is actually kind of just like for the fellowship." <laughs> There's like nine of us. That's like that's like perfect for like three pies. I think we don't we don't really need you. Yeah. No, I honestly, I mean, go to the the Elvish cafeteria. <laughs> It's Elvish Meatloaf Night at the Elvish Cafeteria. <laughs> uh, anyway, do we uh, do we like the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I do. I do like it. <laughs> I was. I think love it's it good. Deeply. Um, I, I I knew you had already seen it, Johnny. But I was uh, there was a split second where I was like, "Oh fuck! What if this is one of the ones that Johnny hasn't seen?" Which would be at first infuriating and then very like uh, joyous because we would get to watch it for nine hours together. No, I don't have I don't have any Lord of the Rings gaps. Uh, okay. In fact, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out as I think a eighteen year old, perhaps I watched all of the bonus material from the yes. DVDs. Um, yeah, I don't have any Lord of the Rings gaps. I like it quite a lot. Um, the books, I will say, I think one of the reasons they make such a compelling movie is you know when you see a lot of movies that clearly were books and they tried to fit every single thing from the book into the movie, uh, and you're like, oh. That felt like a book that was rushed into a movie. Lord of the Rings does not feel that way here, I think, for two reasons. One, they cut the right amount of stuff. And two, the books are so long and boring that they make the perfect three movies. Yes. I it's I compare it to, uh, I hope they serve beer in hell in terms of uh, perfect movie adaptations. We're talking about Tom Bombadil here. We can name him. They cut Tom Bombadil <laughs> as they should have. Yeah. Because of Tom Bombadil stinks. He's useless to the plot. It's just a world building thing. I love the books. I love the movies. I love all of it. You can see the books behind me right here. I got all three of them and the Hobbit. Uh, Again, audio medium. I was pointing to for your guys. No, but people oh, can that's think. Good. People can think of yeah. James's face and put books over his shoulder. Yes, and- correct. <laughs> um, I'm a learned man. That's why there are so many books behind me. Um, I love them all. They're great, and I think you're right in that they all the lessons they learned from making lord of the rings they tossed out when they made the hobbit yeah They're like let's get Boy, thank you. I was about money to say that. they fucking hate like man did they just it because the hobbit i've read through multiple times uh the lord of the rings i started last year and trailed off on it and we'll finish this year but uh because the hobbit is one book versus three easier to get through no need to shove more tom's bombadil into it which is what they did with the movies yeah it's do we need oh, do we need to know anything about Radagast other than that he's covered in bird shit? No. I didn't need to see him at all. And it <laughs> also looked see, like You didn't want to see what his daily routine was? A, a no, 30 minute. Like, yeah. I didn't need to know that he brushes his teeth with a hummingbird. I thought that was a stupid <laughs> thing to include. He's like Snow White. It was crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't include everything that we all do every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they made The Hobbit 36 hours long because 24 hours of it was just one day in the life of Radagast where it's nothing just, happens. It's, it's just Gandalf commuting. Gandalf on his commute to, to the Shire. It's just like, Ugh. And they don't have broomsticks, and the eagles were out of commission that day, so we had to just yeah. take a like a yeah. It's like when the five train is down. It's like ah, oh, goddamn it, I gotta right. He's he, and he just had to take you know a bus, but that was made of rocks or whatever. Well, I don't know how that original was. scene in the first movie where Gandalf comes into town and he has all those fireworks. They cut the part where there was a lot of traffic and he had to go a different <laughs> route. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Or, or the part where a cop was giving him guff because he's like, "Are these licensed? Did you buy these across the border?" And then Gandalf had to like knock him on the head. With He's the like, staff. "I'm Gandalf the White. How dare you stop me?" <laughs> uh, anyway, um, all right. So Babish makes uh, this is the seven million subscriber episode. So he uh, too many not. people. <laughs> it's all it's part too many two. subscribers. Here's too many what I anything. Know. Seven million is too many of anything. Seven million people subscribe to his YouTube channel. Where are you, and why? <laughs> yeah, are why, you listening? Why have to you this? not sought out more media? Yeah, that is loosely associated with the show that you watch. Why have we You'd not think seen we'd an get exact at least precipitous rise as as his? <laughs> it's oh. weird, is what it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't like bad podcasts. Well, then, I guess you wouldn't like ours, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's interesting about this 7 million subscriber episode is that uh, it's a two-parter for Lord of the Rings. Make it a three-parter. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know why I did it like Seinfeld there. but uh, No, it was... Uh... Yeah, this would have been three perfectly sized episodes, and instead he did two too long episodes. We haven't even gotten to the second right. one. Can already tell it's going to be too long. Yeah, but he right. did make. He some... could have easily made it movie based and done one for each, but no, he didn't. <laughs> he made us watch a 13 minute YouTube video. <laughs> uh, that's going to be concluded next week. Yes, I will say he did make some some things that were banging and some things with which I take issue, fellas. That feels like a pretty good in to talk about the food. Well, let's get into it. The first <laughs> thing he makes is lembas bread, which I. We'll be honest, I thought it was llama's bread for the longest time, which uh, was tough to reconcile a world where they had magic wizards and, uh, you know, ultimate evil, and also llamas. I thought that was silly. When you saw the movie the first time, did you have to reconcile your pronunciations of everything in your head with how they pronounce it in the movie? A thousand percent. The whole time. Oh, Sau- yeah. Saruman? Yeah. Basically, any that's, that's every fantasy book ever. It's just every movie is just a hard reckoning. With right. what what you've built in your head and what you've heard in your head, because uh, because of my right. dyslexia, I thought that Gandalf was Flandang. <laughs> <laughs> Joe doesn't know what dyslexia is. <laughs> uh, I remember the first time I saw the Harry Potter movies, I went, "It's Hagrid." <laughs> a lot of people thought Hermione. Oh was yeah, no, deal. Hermione. Hermione was a true mind blowing moment for for an entire generation of people. I think we've talked exactly about this, and I just want to reiterate, if you thought it was Hermione, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm smarter than Uh, you and stronger than you. (laughs) The hardest one for me, because it just really made me feel dumb, was Ron. (laughs) (laughs) 
you went through you went through seven books calling him Roan. <laughs> oh no, this is not Roan. Oh, Roan Wasler. <laughs> Ron Wasley. Wasley. Uh, Lembus bread is very fun in the books because you can have a small little bite and it'll keep you full all day. Yep. And hobbits eat lots of it because they're fun little creatures. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it looks fine. He makes it, and it looks like it looks terrible. It's, it's, to be honest, uh, to be, for being honest, it looked bad. It looked, <laughs> looks really like fucking shit. bad. Yeah, it's and I mean, he even apologized. He's like, I don't know what you expected. This is this is <laughs> bread. This is bread that's meant to travel really far and not go bad. Right, it can't be like good. So here you go. It's, it's like it doesn't have. Shit. It doesn't I don't know what you want from me. Some fabled backstory like matzah. It's just shit bread for shit times to <laughs> yeah. eat to eat with shit people. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. What's the equivalent of like the what's the bread that they brought on ships? Hardtack, he said. Yeah. yeah there you go. Right. Yeah. Yep. It, it, it's just it, that. Yeah. True dog shit. No. No anything. But like, I guess hardtack and salt pork, which he also preps here, but doesn't. Yeah. I was gonna say, he didn't to. finish the salt pork, which was. Uh, yeah. So he starts salt pork, and then I think we're gonna get the con- epic conclusion of that in the next video. <laughs> the epic conclusion of salted pork. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't show Chekhov salt pork without. Uh, <laughs> You're going to pull the trigger, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to see it again. Uh, uh, the second thing he makes, though, which do look quite nice, are these honey cakes. The, they do look really good. The twice-baked... Uh, he like made like a... biscotti. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a biscotti, but it has a honey glaze Which on I it. don't know if I'd be wild about, because I don't love a biscotti. They're too hard, especially if it's a quote-unquote cake. I want... A little bit of give. I don't need like yeah. I don't need like a brittle hard thing that I'm chomping into. I'll tell you what. I was in on it, and then he went and added some fucking almonds on top. Like a goddamn asshole. Joey's allergic. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Every single food he makes in this somehow has almonds. Completely unnecessarily, but (laughs) but just to shut Joe out of the enjoyment. Like, Like when he was putting the salt pork in the thing to like crust or whatever. He's like, all right, so you're gonna intermittently put the salt pork or put the pork. And then the salt and peppercorn mixture, and then a nice thin layer of almonds. Uh, and thin, I say lightly. You can really thick it up with the almonds. You can really get them in there, you know. Like what the hell, man? Uh, but he yeah, hates the honey cakes. you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the honey cakes, other than that, I think are good, not great. Yeah, it's interesting. I would want to bite into one texturally because he, he bakes them twice, and the first time they're still very raw in the middle. Mm-hmm. Joe, say it. Roar in the middle. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, and by the time they're baked the second time, I bet they wouldn't be as, like, biscotti hard. I bet they would have a little bit of give to them, but I'd be curious to see because if it has a little bit of give, I'm on board with them. Yeah, and I bet the glaze helps a little bit. Like, the glaze probably sinks in a little, gives it some, uh, some moisture back. Yeah, I like it. Uh, the next thing he makes is mincemeat, which is not meat even a little bit. Nope. I learned that today while I watching this did. video. Because <laughs> he um, called it a mince pie, and I was like, oh, but it's not mince meat." And then I was served a big fat bowl of go fuck yourself. Yeah, I learned whilst Googling uh, to see if he was correct that normal mincemeat is made uh, with chopped dried fruit, distilled spirits, spices, and often... Oh, I'm going to butcher this one. Beef. Is it beef suet? Is that how we say it? Beef suet, yeah. Which is like the beef fat. So that's what's normally in there. But in modern recipes, you replace the suet with vegetable shortening. Um, So there you go. And this is a modern recipe. Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, Joey, how many things are you allergic to in this one? Uh, Just the almonds. 
Uh, okay, just the almonds. Just, again. just the there almonds. were a lot of them, though. There were a lot of almonds in this. There's place. a hefty scoop of them. Like again, like a like a two scoops of raisins in raisin bran level amount of almonds. Were there not almonds in the mixture and in the dough, or was that later when he made the almond dough? That's later when he makes the almond dough. Hey, spoiler alert, listener. There's a fucking almond dough on the way. <laughs> in case, in case you haven't had your fill. In case, in case this medieval made-up recipe didn't have enough things to fuck specifically me sorry guys i'm having a rough day i'll be honest i'm taking out i'm taking out a lot of my real world problems on the podcast and i think it's coming through and i'm gonna try and be less caustic no it's okay our listeners like that (laughs) (laughs) that's right they're fucking cowards anyway yeah they hate it they like uh oh well you know the end of that sentence uh the recipe pies sorry go ahead no, no, no! I need you to finish that. Story. The recipe was inspired by uh, a Mary Berry recipe. Remember her from that's uh, right from the show. From the thing you said earlier, a roar in the middle. A roar in the middle show. <laughs> right, uh, the Great <laughs> British Baking Off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the mincemeat pies look good. He has a nice little fluted flour on top. They look beautiful. Yeah, the little they baby pies. He makes these hobbit-sized and then totally throws that away uh, for later recipes. Yeah, then he makes, uh, the last thing he makes is an apple tart, and that's human size. Wait, wait, he makes seed cakes. He makes, he makes, a, he makes, he makes a caraway seed cake, which oh, yeah. Sorry. was sort of like a lemon poppy seed cake, but with worse versions of all the things that would be in a lemon poppy <laughs> seed cake. Instead of poppy seed, it was covered in almonds. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then, I was gonna say, and if you're worried that it didn't have almonds in it, oh, oh boy, did it. It had boy a bunch of did it. It was like three Boy, things. Was it just fucking covered in almonds. It was like three recipes in a row where I was like, "Oh, these honey cakes are looking, uh, they're looking pretty." What the fuck, man? And then, oh, the mince pie. Never had it. Would be interested to try it. Well, can't try it now. And then uh, the seed cakes, where I was like, "All right, I don't know if I love caraway that much." And now I definitely don't love the almond inclusion. What happens when you have almonds again? Uh, it's more of an OCD thing. If I have them, then uh, you know the world might crumble. No. Uh, my, my throat closes up. Oh, so you're just being dramatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think I, you just need to power through it, Joe. I, I do, I do a big Romeo and Juliet ending where I, where I, I get very woe is me and then fake my dad <laughs> and then Amanda comes in oh, and kills man. herself. It's like a whole thing. I really wanted you just to be like, I think they taste icky. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, ugh, too much crunch and not enough, ugh. You know, uh, yeah, but I mean, that, it looks to to me, someone who can eat almonds. I think that bread looked fine. <laughs> yes, yeah, it did look good. You should, you should start more sentences. Like yeah, for sentences us, like for that. us normals, it looks great. Are you? Right, are yeah, either yeah, of yeah. you allergic to anything? No, Joe, I have good bloodlines. <laughs> uh, mayonnaise. All oh, right, white liquids. I'm allergic to yeah, seachlor. Yeah, yeah. It's an antibiotic that was pre like. Often given in the late '80s, early '90s, most doctors have never heard of it when I say it. But I've got hives <laughs> when I was two, and they're like, "What?" And I go, "I don't know." And they go, "Okay," and they write it down. Have you tried Seclor D's? Seclor <laughs> D's what? Johnny, I'm so glad you asked. Seclor D's nuts, James. Is oh what I'd like you to do. my goodness! <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, it's like. Uh, if I saw a pit full of snakes and I put a rug on top of it and then I purposely walked on top of it <laughs> just for the comedic effect for others. <laughs> yeah. They don't ever talk about they don't ever do that in jackass where someone jackasses themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I guess no. That I want to take actually. They do. They give themselves. They give themselves paper cuts all the time. Never mind. Sorry. The parts. No, I know what you mean though. Yeah. Because I'm thinking specifically of the Bam one. I was thinking of the hand. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh the whole time. He fell for the soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, okay, so the final thing he makes is this apple tart. And this looks very good. Yes. This did look amazing. Um, you, know what, you know what was missing? It was almonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have benefited from a little crunch in it, it to use, be personally it honest. It could use some crushed almonds up on top, you know, <laughs> just to give it I a agree. little bit of a body. Um, Pizzazz. But, but it, yeah. it was remarkably easy to make, or at least it looks remarkably easy to make that beautiful, like, flowered. Yeah, no, no, it was easy. It only took me, like, 10 seconds to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much longer could it take to do to chop up a bunch yeah. of apples? Heat if it took up. me 10 seconds to watch it, I bet it only took him, like, I don't know, an hour. Yeah, <laughs> tops. And that's being generous. Right, he was moving his hands so quickly during that sequence. <laughs> Uh, he was so good and precise. Once again, this is a this is a tart for a man. This is no this one's not hobbit sized like some of t- others. Not hobbit sized. Um, but it did look great. It looked really good. And he put like an apricot glaze on it that browned up in the oven. If you could be any creature from Lord of the Rings, which one would you want to be? Any what was it? Any what creature? From the- if- Creature? Any of the creatures like you can be a man, you can be a hobbit, you can be an elf, a dwarf. A giant. I want to be, be a Nazgul. Uh, yeah, so I, so James and I would fight in the air, and I would win because good triumphs over evil, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would be a giant eagle, and then I. But my friend, my but my best friend is a moth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is so specific. <laughs> Johnny, how about you? I think I would be an elf. Yeah, I think that you'd have to shave your beard though. That's okay. I'd be willing to do that <laughs> right. to live forever. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'd say Eagle. I would ultimately, unfortunately, be... Actually, no, we said this. Uh, I, I, thought, I was going to say I would be a dwarf. I would be a hobbit, and I would not make it out of the Shire. I would die in Lord <laughs> of the Rings so fast since all they cook with is fucking almonds. <laughs> I think if you're a hobbit and you just live in the Shire, you, that's a pretty good life. Oh, yeah. That is a really good life. A um, permanent vacation. Yeah, wait, Joe. That, you'd either die young, or they'd figure out your... Uh, almond allergy, and you would be like the only fit hobbit because you couldn't eat anything that they <laughs> make. So you would just be like right. very thin, right. like ripped up little hobbit. But I'd be a pariah like, because wrong like, oh, he doesn't have elevensies or uh, or second breakfast. This Correct. fucking asshole. I do like that the only three fit hobbits are three of the four main character hobbits. Right. Everyone else is real. They're like. They're like, yeah, we know they're all fat, but we can't have them be in a major motion picture and look like that. (laughs) Right. People will be like, ugh. We can't cast Paul Giamatti as one of the hobbits. It's not going to work. Right. (laughs) They cast cast Paul Paul Giamatti as Schmeagol, but they just put no makeup on him. (laughs) It's just Paul Giamatti. And it was down to him and Steve Buscemi for a minute there. But Buscemi doesn't have as much. He's not as soggy around the midsection. They also were going to have Peter Jackson play every Hobbit, but then they decided that uh, <laughs> can't have the director be that many roles. Uh, well, and he wanted the, to have the Hobbits be Howard's, Howard's the Duck, and have Howard have it be like a Lord of the Rings Howard the Duck crossover. Ooh, Howard's the Duck. I like how that's how we uh, pluralize. <laughs> yeah, Howard's the Duck. And Bob's your uncle. Um, yeah, there's no more things, but we have more coming next week. Uh, we do. He's going to make 
uh, a, it looks like he gives a little preview at the end. He's going to make another bread. He's going to make a big old tomahawk steak. I don't. I didn't see any almonds, which is weird. <laughs> I think he likes to hold it back, you know, just right. just to really spite Joe right at right. the end. Hide the reveal. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it on the steak. Keep him <laughs> wanting more. Always. Um, it's a good app. It's it's long. It's laborious, uh, and there's going to be an epic conclusion next week. But overall, it's fun. It's nice. Again, again, should have been three episodes. Could have broken them up right. into very manageable episodes. And yeah, I'm excited for part two. I'm more excited than James is. So, guys, <laughs> uh, if you like the podcast, um, please like and subscribe. Come back next week. For the thrilling conclusion of whatever this was. Write uh, us um, an email about yeah. Lord of the Rings. Uh, like and subscribe. Give us some five-star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gavin Babish on Twitter. We're Gavin Babish on Instagram. Uh, and send those emails to Gavin Babish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye. Excuse me. Bye.